Hello, podcast community. This is the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. This is a fresh look at online dating in our 40s, 50s, and 60s. Today, we have our friend Maria, who talks about some of her online experiences, both good and bad, and hopefully you enjoy the show. Well, hello, Michelle. You've joined us. I'm here. I'm you're, here. You're here. I was chatting with our friend Maria. Oh, and now Maria's connected. Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. Oh, hey. Okay. Okay. Let me me do a quick promo. And uh, for everyone in the Anchor... Oh, we lost Maria. Everyone in the Anchor community, this is Eric and Michelle from the What He Said, She Said podcast. This will be episode eight, and it will be our first time on the Anchor app using this as our podcasting platform. We're going to be uploading seven previous podcasts that we have done on the Wisdom application, and we just wanted to get some fresh insights from other people in Maria's in her 50s, like both Michelle and I, and she has some funny and interesting stories, I hope. Let's see if she can get reconnected, but Michelle, we can talk. Hey, what's going on? It is going on. I had to to do like a little, little intro. So oh this is episode eight. My God, it feels feels weird. <laughs> it does feel weird. Whoever, it's like whoever three, thunk it. Well, the, the last one ended up being a marathon session for me. Oh, my God. I can't believe that I actually talked for three and a half hours. I, I, like, I don't know how you did it, quite honestly. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm sitting in one spot for three and a half hours. And I'm like, thankfully, I had water and I had. I had some tea, but then I'm just like, God, I am starving. Like three and a half hours just sitting in one place talking. And was it bedtime tea? Uh no. It was it was my normal <laughs> green tea. So oh, there was, you go. Yeah, I was it was I was ready for I was ready for dinner. <laughs> Honestly. I was I was ready to eat dinner and I was just like just ready for the podcast to be over. We ended up I having on the, the Wisdom app two separate callers. The first one was talking about, which is a, a podcast within itself. That would be episode six. And that was a Dr. M. And he was talking about how he got elaborately scammed by a person that he met online. So it was, yeah, a, that was, kind, crazy. It was kind of an interesting hour. And then I had Casey Blaze on episode seven saying oh i only have a few words to say and then we ended up talking for about 48 minutes yeah so yeah and then, funnily enough i saw that you had you had keyed back in to be a guest and i don't know if you fell asleep or or like you hit your head on the app or something <laughs> because i was like oh michelle's back on the line and then then i, I heard you, i heard you laugh and then you hung up hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Either that or uh, it was like a ghost in the machine. I mean, maybe it was maybe it was someone uh, playing Michelle. I don't know. So, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? So what, how about while we're waiting for Maria to key back in here, we um, we get on with our, our plan for this evening and talking about the Grown Woman's Guide to Online Dating. And I hope she can get on because I would like to have not just my opinion, but her opinion on this article. Yeah, um, but, uh, right before 
we started this podcast, I started looking online to find out, well, gee, how much, how much is out there talking about not just online dating, but, you know, there's a certain demographic that we're focused on people who are in their forties, fifties and sixties and that demographic and how much content is out there regarding online dating. And Oh my God, there are literally hundreds of articles from the New York times the New York post, the Washington post, the LA times. I think everyone has had their say when it comes to online dating, you know, the good, bad and the ugly, but yeah, I, I mean, when I was uh, when I was married, Oprah was something that my ex watched every day, and and it seems like that the when Oprah was on, uh, that was one of those things that a lot of women watched, and mm-hmm. the fact that she had has her oh Maria's back, <laughs> not sure what happened. Sorry, that's okay. So it's of. Uh, We have our friend Maria on today, and Maria has been online dating off and on and recently on, Um, and I think all of us have had some interesting dates, fun dates, uh, dates that make you go, what the hell was that? (laughs) I I just love when, you know, we all get on the topic or, you know, it might have been a... um, uh, we were checking out each other's profile, not profiles, but our, our potential matches. And it was quite entertaining. <laughs> Maria, I'll never forget the first, the first weekend actually we spent together was when we did that century. Uh-huh. I remember we were, <laughs> I do. Yes. That was very, very funny. And we yeah. were, we didn't know each other all that well but we were laying in bed laughing so hard because we were (laughs) looking at the guys that were matching up with us and we couldn't quite believe that that was happening yeah that 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 were that was our match yeah quite quite entertaining some of them wow my favorite was um the prison yard picture (laughs) 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 or giant cranium guy <laughs> oh my God! Oh, yeah, they yeah. get pretty dicey. I gotta say, I am currently not. I had to take a break. My my favorite one was the. I think I sent it to Michelle. Was the Thanksgiving family photo, and that was the only photo she had on her profile. And there was about fifteen people in the picture, and so I was like, <laughs> you know, so you're like going, okay, so it's not the uncle. It's not. I hope it's not grandma. You, know, you get I'm, to go out with the whole family. <laughs> get to go out with the whole family. Well, Michelle and I decided that we were going to put, Michelle and I don't look unlike. And we decided we were going to put a picture of the two of us arm in arm as our profile picture, both of us, and just see what happened. <laughs> I actually think that would be a very interesting social experiment is just putting, because I have some photos from that, that bike trip of both of you and then four photos but it's both of you in every photo (laughs) that would be hysterical and then see what people say you know like huh do i get to choose do i get both maybe i get both of them (laughs) dos marias (laughs) the dos the dos maria maybe we'd have to come out with a like 
not a Maria or Michelle, but we'll have to come out with another, you know, pseudonym, you know, that that's close for both of you. Mm. So the Dose Marias is a story that has to be told at some point. I, that is right now, I have to, if you want an online dating story, and we're going to talk about Eric putting pictures on his profile page, I have to tell the story about <laughs> when my ex-husband oh, called right. me and said, hey, do you know a big dude that cycles? <laughs> Oh, I know the story. And I said, well, I know a couple of big dudes that cycle. And he said, well, this big dude was wearing a, um, a cycling outfit that had polka dots on it. Do you know him? And I said, oh, gosh, that was Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't, so I can't remember out, who I matched with. So it turns out that Eric matched with my ex-sister-in-law and had sent her a picture of himself <laughs> on one of our cycling trips and smiling and grinning in my uh in the cycling picture next to eric and she was like oh my gosh this that. dude i've never met before who's on match.com just sent me a picture of my sister-in-law <laughs> that is funny that's definitely a classic is that a small world? I, I tell you, it's like the craziest coincidences will happen when you're out there in the uh -huh. online dating world. Uh, I think I told this one time before where I was on a, a, a first date with someone I met online and I'm walking down the street in Claremont and I look down the street and my mother, my aunt, my sister, my cousin and my niece were all getting out of the car. Mm. And they see me and they're waving. And they see me and they're waving. And I turn to the, the girl next to me and I go, well, unfortunately, you're going to meet my mother today. And she goes, <laughs> and she's like, why? And I go, oh, why? That's, them. that's them down there getting out of the car. She turns to me and goes, ha ha, funny. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> did like, you have a second? Did you have a second date with her? I don't. Uh, I think I might have. It wasn't <laughs> meant to last. But she met my mother on my first date, and I was just like. And then later, she asked. She goes, "Did you set that up?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> Why who would do, who would do that on purpose? It's like it exactly. was like just a dumb coincidence that they were all going to eat lunch in downtown Claremont. And it's like, and we were in, and honestly, it's one of the reasons I kind of avoid Claremont now because I've always run into someone that I know because I grew up there. So it's like, yeah, um, that, yeah. that I told you that happened to me the one time in, um, when I went out with my friend who I'm still friends with, um, and I ran into two of my neighbors and I was recently like, I wasn't fully divorced, but you know, my ex was out of the house and it was clear that it was going to happen. Right. Close enough. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, we go to this place to have a beer and there's my neighbor and her husband, both my neighbors sitting out there having a beer. It was interesting. It's like, uh, uh 
first date, especially on the first date, right? Anyway. You. Fun times. I think, I think times. that's one, I think that's one of the, the things that will happen to everybody, especially if you stay in the area where you, you kind of live or you've grown up, you're, if you're on an online date and you're in your own hometown, you're going to run into someone. It's just, yeah, well, that's the thing. we weren't even close. It was 20, 20 to 25 minutes away. And where I was from, it was out of the way to go there. Like you had to make a concerted effort to get to this particular area. <laughs> it wasn't one of those common spots that people from my, my, um, town would go to so it's kind of funny that is funny so, yeah. so that's Maria, like, you re- go ahead I was gonna say that's like the problem with the whole online dating thing is it's a small circle like the picture with my sister-in-law I live in the it, same sort of thing that I've lived in for 15 years and so all of a sudden some dad from where my kids went to elementary school will pop up and I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. I know everything about your family (laughs) or, you know, like, yeah, something like that. And, and it's just like, this is too weird. I can't do this. I had to get, I had to get off of Zeus because coworkers kept popping up. Oh, like all the time. And I was like, boy, this is too, I mean, this is too weird. Because I, told, I think, go ahead. Especially when the app is like location based. And so you're matching with people who are close to your location. Well, I live one mile from work. And so I was consistently matching with people who I worked with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be good. No. Don't want to fish off the company pier, buddy. It was, it was, it was I I did that once. I dated someone at work one time, and after that, I'm like, I am never doing that again. When I, I told you about the time my client uh, matched with my brother, and she goes, "Oh, check this out! Look who came up on my on my list of matches." She's like, "It's your brother," and I said, "Wait, let me see that." <laughs> I looked, and he said he was like. 45 or something like that and at the <laughs> time I was close to 45 and I'm like dude I uh, you're seven years older than me what do you think you're trying to pull here <laughs> was this your oh, brother you say he was taller than he was no 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 <laughs> that wasn't him he that because was... that's usually a thing oh it totally is that yeah we, we talked, we talked we've talked about that and I think <laughs> both of you are about five eight right uh, I'm not quite I used five to be eight, on but... a good day. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm shrinking. But on the, before, on the top... before menopause and osteoporosis kicked in. That's right. That's right. 100%. Now who wants to date me? You know what? I've had, I've had, women, I've had women who are like 410 message me and say, do you have a problem dating someone 410? And I'm like, boy, that's that's a leap. <laughs> That's literally that's a that's a backbreaker for you. Oh my goodness! And it's just, and I don't know. Maybe that maybe there is some bizarre fetishism between someone who's very short being attracted to someone who's very tall. I don't oh my know. Gosh. Hey, but, so are we gonna are we gonna chat about this article since we got Maria's captive attention? No, we want here? we want to talk to Maria about her own experiences. 
Oh, wow. Well, oh. While we have her. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 so let's story, talk about that, Maria. The story you were going to back burner, we can, we can talk about it. Which back burner story? <laughs> well, she said, she said, uh, said it a little bit earlier when we have time to talk about it. And I, oh, right yeah, now, let's we have, go. We have plenty of time. Which one? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Spin, spin the wheel right now. <laughs> which, which one would you like well, to talk about? Well, I mean, so I've been listening to your guys' podcast, and it's, first of all, it's like having lunch with you. I'm talking the whole time, and I know you can't hear me, but uh, it is, it's funny because it, the stories of the dates and all of that, it's like, it has to be the right kind of match. And you don't find out what kind of match it is until you actually are with somebody. But Michelle knows about the fireman who oh, yeah. I would message with and message with. And every, and I kept thinking, okay, so when are we actually going to meet each other? And every day he would message me. So how are you doing today? And every day I would message back. Great. How are you? <laughs> And he would say, and he would profess how much he likes me and how much he thinks I'm great. And the more he quote unquote got to know me and I'm like, this is the weirdest thing ever. And so we, um, I think eventually I just decided we weren't an energy match because he would say, so what are you doing today? And I would say, well, I'm going to go ride a hundred miles on my bike. <laughs> and then uh, when I come home, I'm going to go take the dog out for a walk. And then I'm going to, you know, the X, Y, and Z. And this weekend I'm going up to this and that. And I'd say, what do you do? And he said, oh, I'm just going to uh, watch some football. <laughs> uh, after a while, I just decided, what, what am I doing? This, he sounds like a nice enough person. But no matter what, this is just not an energy match. There's just this. This would be a nightmare if we actually ever got together because it would be like I want to go, 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 and he wants to sit, sit, sit. Okay, so let me ask you this: How long did this? How long do you think this went on? Oh my gosh! It, it probably. So it graduated from messaging on the app to text messaging to the point where it was almost like having a boyfriend where the guy would check in with me like twice a day. Would you and get the good just, morning? Would you get a good morning? Yes, and good and it night was so text? strange but, because but you guys actually, know me, you know, I'm super independent and I don't even know if I want that from a boyfriend. <laughs> agreed. You know, but. Oh, what happened? I don't know. Are you, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can't hear Eric. He went away. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to text him. He can, he can edit this out. Did he wish, did you wish him into the cornfield? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, it says he's connected. He's probably talking to us. <laughs> I oh. think earlier I muted myself and I didn't Wait, know how to there get he out. Is. He says he can hear us, but we can't hear him. Honey, he's saying, Yeah. I don't know. So, so go ahead. Continue on with your story about the firemen and yeah. how so, long it lasted. And... Yeah. So it was weird. And then he would call and we would talk 
and it would be so awkward because he would want to talk for a long time, but because we'd never met, we had nothing to say to each other. It was just the strangest thing. And so at some point, because of my personality, I just ghosted him. I didn't know what else to do. Because oh, I didn't want to say, ghost. what was I going to say? Did you block him or did you just no, not I didn't return? Block him. So oh. he was, we were going to get together and then he forgot the day we were supposed to get together. He just forgot that we were supposed I to remember, get together. I remember that. And the day after he was too he busy forgot, sitting on the couch. Again, hey, so how are you doing today? And then I just never responded ever again. Wow. Wow. I mean, seriously, how do you forget? that you're well, supposed I just, to meet somebody. Yeah, I don't know. I just, the more I thought about it, it's like this guy would just drive me crazy on so many levels that I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Well, good for you for like knowing when to put it to an end. Cause, um, you know, as I, I literally just had this conversation with my daughter about 20 minutes ago, like, listen, you only have so many hours in the day now that you're working really hard and you're involved in church things and you're doing this and doing that. Like, do you really want to spend your free hours that are so small in number with somebody that you really don't feel a connection with? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, she's like, oh, I you're right. I think about that a lot because I think about, I know that sometimes it's a little bit pie in the sky to dictate in your mind what exactly you think you're going to have in the way of a relationship and what reality really has to offer. But I hold out for that because my life is 95% awesome. Right. <laughs> so that guy who comes into that space has to fill that last 5% or instead of taking away any percentage of that already awesome space. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's about filling the cup, draining the cup or keeping the cup level. Right. What do you want? What do you want to do with that 5%? Personally, I want that 5% to be filled, not even neutral at this point in my life. And I think you kind of know, right? Um, so it's good that you had that sense and you knew in your gut. And I think part of that comes from having been married for so many years. And just- okay, we're reconnected, Michelle. Okay. Let's wait for Maria to come back on and then we'll just let you guys talk for a minute or two. I don't know why I went mute i didn't touch anything huh that's what so. he said <laughs> oh my <laughs> we're good oh, hey. she's had a fun okay let's let's i was trying to fix it at my end and then i ended up killing it so it's <laughs> okay it. i mean i can patch it together it's not a problem so yeah let's, so... let's go with the, let's go with your last few thoughts and then uh, we'll just yeah, keep rolling so... So I think Tell us your iconic thinking. My iconic thinking. I don't know when I got tapped off of here, but um, <laughs> I was just saying that. Well, shit. Now I don't even know that I remember. 
Are you? Can we cuss on the podcast? <laughs> what? Can we do what? Cuss on the podcast. Yes, of course. Yes, she can. Awesome. <laughs> um, anyway, I think what I was saying was it was good that you were able to identify that so early so that you know, you, you got to kind of make that decision at one point or another. Like, is, is he filling my cup? Is he draining my cup? Or is it kind of saying the same, staying the same and it's just okay? Um, yeah. Because when you get to this point in your life after being married for so long and you've been through raising your kids and life is pretty darn good and, and you're right? like, hmm, do I, do I want to continue with the smooth water or do I want to invite some wind and a little choppiness? <laughs> right. And Eric and I, we've had that conversation where it's like, man, somebody pretty awesome is going to have to come along because I'm just, I'm, I love my life and I'm not going to lie. There are some very specific things missing, but I have a lot of really amazing male friends that check so many boxes for me and I just their their character the way they treat me the the people human beings that they are their kindness like I am looking for someone on that level and and that's gonna be hard like that's gonna be really hard for them to like match the guys that I hang out with as it is yeah yeah, you know what it I was, mean. You know these guys. Yeah, I do. It was funny on on our ride yesterday. We had come off the bike path, and we were kind of in that weird, intermiddle that middle section where you're on the streets, and then you have to reconnect with the path. And I look over, and I see like six or seven women, and they have a bike upside down. And I said to everyone, "I go, we need to go over there and see if they're okay." And they weren't. They didn't know what they were doing, and. And so one of the people go, are we going to stop? I'm like, yeah, we're going to stop. We're going to help them. And it was a women's group. I I sent you an invite, actually, Michelle, called Encourage Her Cycling. Oh. And they're out of of Costa Mesa. I think Dory Dory might have been on that ride. I talked talked to Dory yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah, Dory was on the ride. Funny. And the the woman that had a problem, she just bought the bike the day before – and her disc brake was loose and like literally rattling. And wow. Yeah. And I and she's like, Oh, I can just ride it. And I'm like, I go, You do not want to ride that. I go, if that disc brake hooks onto your brake pad, I go, you could crash. And oh so gosh. I mean, it took us like five minutes to fix it. And then they were, you know, we, we took off and then they took off. You know, we went one way, they went the other. But it was like it's just one of those things like Yes, we're going to stop. We're going to stop and help them, you know, because that's the right thing to do. Besides, they were cute. They were cute too. (laughs) They were cute too. But they went to this. They went to this cool little coffee shop in Tustin that's attached to a bookstore. And I thought, ooh, that'd be a very interesting, like little little spot to stop our bike ride. So, kind of trying to figure out how to work that into another ride. So, but well, when you talk about character, I mean, there, there, there are so many, I call them shepherds, honestly. There are so many guys within our group. I mean, Eric Jung and Mike, you know, Tanong in particular, 
where if someone new that they might not even know falls off the back and is struggling, they're the first ones to go back with them. Yeah. 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 And they don't like Mike yesterday. I told him on Saturday, I'm sorry. On Yeah. On Saturday, I said, I'm so sorry. I can't ride on Sunday. I have to work and I don't want to mess with everybody's schedule. And he insisted on riding early so that I could still get in a ride yesterday, which was so sweet of him. And that's why we ended up leaving early. We were done by 1130. And that was just, that's the kind of people that they are. They're like, rather than me not ride, he was going to mess with his schedule so that he could make sure that I got my ride in yesterday. Right. And there you go. They take such good care of us girls. They really do. And that's what I mean by it's kind of spoiling it for any other guy I meet out in a social setting that would be a potential romantic interest or online that I talk to because I'm like, eh, you're no Eric Young. <laughs> you're no, you know, like the, the, I'm just looking for the character of the guys that I already hang out with. And that's, I don't know, it's a little bit rare these days, huh? It's extremely uh, I think I, here's the thing. I think that it's tough to kind of get to that point. I mean, think about how many dates you got to go on right before you can even see what a person's character like is like. You know, I think you can have a gut instinct. Right. Um, but I think sometimes, you know, there could be a lot of things going on on that first or second date you know, that you're really not able to let your hair down, so to speak, and really let somebody in, especially depending on what has happened as far as experience wise for you during the course of your lifetime, during the course of your, your dating escapades. Um, (laughs) Do you think there's so much of that trepidation about the whole online dating thing that that might be really hard to find in that avenue? Uh, I don't know. I think it's becoming so commonplace today. And um, I think we spoke about this in one of the podcasts that I was talking to somebody recently who it was, we were talking weddings and um, he was saying that, 70, I think it was 70 to 75% of all of the people that he was marrying met online. Wow. And I think it's even, it's not even just our age. It's like the, the young 20 somethings. That's where they're meeting their, their dates. You know, I just talked to my daughter about this and she's like, yeah, I don't really want to meet anybody in a bar. So if you don't want to meet anybody in a bar and you're yeah. not an active person, <laughs> where are you going to meet somebody today? That's, how, and... that's the old fashioned way. That's how we did it. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, call it, I call it meeting in the wild now, you know, the, yes. the old, Hey, you should go hang out in the produce aisle to meet someone, you know? And it's like, that doesn't happen anymore. Although, everyone's, having their groceries, I... everyone's having their groceries delivered to their house. And COVID has changed that so much too. I think particularly for the young kids, but it just makes me wonder, like, I think there's certain personalities that just aren't set up for online dating. 
And I think I might be one of them. Possible. Well, you never know. I think, <laughs> I think with the online dating, um, if you're, I think what you, what would be very beneficial is if you just did like one or two months and just for that one, you know, four to six weeks or whatever, that you completely immerse yourself into the experience and you are like, you're on it. Like you're checking it at first thing in the morning at lunchtime and at night and you're, you're speed dating. Um, yeah, I think an, but another opportunity that I know has worked for people is going to one of those higher echelon dating services. Mm-hmm. Never did that. Um, but I would bet you they probably keep like a, a profile folder, so to speak. Although I'm, I'm thinking of a physical one and I'm sure it's not physical anymore. I'm dating myself. <laughs> um, how, okay. Hmm. Almost like playing matchmaker, but not through a computer. Just knowing, okay, this is the person that I interviewed. This is what I know he's after. They look like they would be a good match. Um, one of those really, you know, they're probably like thousands and thousands of dollars, those services. I did right. have a, a personal training client that met his now very serious girlfriend from one of those um, services. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Well, that's like being hooked up by a friend. Right. Because some, some, individual is taking the time to get to know you on a different level and another person on a different level and then decide that you guys are you know the algorithms just aren't always I answer so let's say like Zeus for instance I'm going to answer all not as many questions as other dating profiles but I'm going to answer some series of questions and I'm going to write a profile and put my pictures on there and this is all supposed to zero in on whatever my quote unquote match is, right? I'm getting guys that are 79 years old in a <laughs> kilt with a braided beard down to their knees. What? <laughs> How did this happen? I don't understand. I, you know, I would, I very specifically on my profile always put that, you know, I live an active lifestyle. I mean, I like to hike, you know, Bike riding is obviously something that is very specific. And I people will ask, like, do I have to ride a bike? It's like, no, you don't. It'd be nice if you did, but no, you don't. I, I'm going I'm going to tell a real quick story. I went on a, a hike through Meetup about end of last year. And it's like one of the strangest things. I mean, I remember looking at the RSVP list and it was... Out of 19 people, it was 15 women. Mm-hmm. 15 women and four men. And I'm like, why aren't more men going on these hikes, you know, to, to meet people? And and all the people that were on the hike, I mean, they were all in our age demographic, 40s, 50s, 60s. And they were super nice people. This particular hiking group that I joined is out of the valley. So all of them live like in Simi Valley out out in that area. So, you know, made it a little more geographically challenging, but everyone on that hike was super nice and friendly. And just as me being the first timer, very welcoming. And they did a hike that I didn't even know existed. 
There's, it's a hike up in Azusa called the Tunnels to Nowhere. I've done the Bridge to Nowhere. Oh, I didn't realize there were tunnels cool. to nowhere. And <laughs> and but I, I I look at things like that and I'm going, why aren't more men putting themselves out there? Because maybe they're like the firemen. Maybe they're watching football. Maybe. Do you think? Okay, I have a question. In an effort on the profile to make people aware of what you do, who you are, what you're all about. I put pictures of myself cycling. I put um, in my profile about how much I love to ride. And I think I even wrote something about like, I like to distance cycle or something. Do you think that that's like intimidating, intimidating to some men? Like, are they like, that is too much work? Well, yeah. if it is, that's good because yeah, you don't I guess want those people anyway. <laughs> right? I guess but, that's true. That's weeding it out. It it might be intimidating for some people, but even when I put those things, I will still get the people, and I read their activities, and they like bowling and knitting, and I'm just like, <laughs> how, like how is that knitting. even remotely in the ballpark? <laughs> Yeah, the knitting one always gets me. It's just like, well, I guess I need a pair of trousers hemmed. I don't know. Yeah. But it, 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 it's all. You don't I, knit trouser hems. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Unless it's on your pants, Eric. This is true. But but it, it, but it's always, to me, I always have had a belief that not necessarily all women, but a lot of men it's a very primal thing. They're looking at your photos. They're not necessarily registering that, oh, look, here I am in Yosemite hiking. Oh, look, here I am bike riding. They're not registering that stuff. And it's like, mm. and they're just looking at your photos. They're not even reading your profile. And I've heard that so many times where like, oh, the, he didn't even read my profile, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and the funny one I get is I put that I'm a left-leaning liberal and then I'll get, I'll get these messages from Trumpers. <laughs> and I'm just like, they obviously, and then they will have in their profile, like, if you're a liberal, don't even bother swiping right. And I'm yeah. like, well, obviously they didn't read my profile. Uh -huh. And, and so funny. I think it goes both ways. But I think men are much more guilty of the swipe. Oh, wow, she's cute. Or the, you know, the, the true primal thing is... I'd sleep with her. Oh my. Mm. Wife right. Have you guys gotten the robo message where it seems obvious that they they don't use your name or any of your really specific interests, but they write sort of a generic thing that I think they've copied and pasted on a hundred other profiles? Yes, uh, I've seen uh, those. I've seen I don't those. Know that I've I seen got that. that. I felt like I got that a lot, like where they would say, I love your picture. Just something super that would have fit into anybody. And then one even said, how long have you had? There was a picture of me on a cycling day um, that probably you took, Eric, um, on the Balboa Island Ferry with, um, you know, boats in the background. And the question was, how long have you had your boat? And I, <laughs> I was like, I'm on a bike. <laughs> How long like, you had your boat? Well, I, I rented it for about five minutes. And it said Balboa <laughs> Island Ferry in the background. I was just like, oh my gosh. Well, so, maybe that's also uh, common sense is uh, eluding him. 
No, I think you're right. I guess the, my point was that just really shows how little they're looking at the background. They're looking at, you know, just what they want to see in that and that, but I've really noticed the robo messages, the ones that could be generic to anybody, but in some ways are just slightly off, meaning that they, they didn't get me quite right. So it seems like something they were sending to a bunch of different people. Right. Mm. There's one, and there's one application. There's one application that I use called Our Time, which is for 50 and older. And the second I cancel my subscription, and and I only stay on these apps for a month. A month is all I can handle, and then I have to take a break. And I would get to like 28 days, and then I would cancel my subscription. And then in the next 48 hours, I would be bombarded with robo-messages from profiles that happen to live one city over from me they happen to be within one or two years of my age and then they would have a canned message you know and Mm -hmm. and it was and it and sometimes if you click on different ones they would have the same message and so Uh... that is that's not necessarily someone trying to scam you that is the people who are running that app basically trying to keep you hooked into the system Oh, okay. And so I bet you when you started getting those Rover messages, you probably said, the hell with this. I'm cancel. You probably canceled your subscription. And then the second that happened, you triggered the robo messages to just start hitting you with messages left and right. It it was more me thinking that it was someone a little bit less picky casting a wide net. You know what I mean? Like instead of writing to each person. They were just like copying, pasting copy, paste, on copy, every paste. single message. Yeah. Like they just came up with something fairly generic and were like, just boom, 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 boom. I mean, you can only, you can only go through so many, hi, how are you messages <laughs> before you want to like, rip your eyeballs out. Yeah. Or and the little like, hand waving. Or yeah, the hand or just a hi, you know, like I'd write, I'd write, you know, oh, I saw in your profile that, you know, you know. Tell me a little bit about that. And then it'd be, I would get back, hi. And it's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> hi. I had one what guy if- who said, who did, I think, just give me a, a quick message, a one sentence thing. And I was getting a sort of a, a fairly new, so I was getting a sort of barrage, you know, when you're fresh meat on the site, you like <laughs> everybody at the same time. Everybody blows up. <laughs> it, yeah. Fresh and meat. when I went back through, his message to me was, what's the matter, baby? Not even a hello? I'm like, okay. Okay. Baby. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, baby. that's going to yeah. go well Oh, wait. I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> I envision a wife beater. <laughs> what's the matter, baby? I'm like, oh, ew. I, I envision a wife beater from uh, Brooklyn saying that. <laughs> oh, and what about, wait. What about when my kids brought up the fact that my handle was love to ride? Oh, yes. <laughs> that. Let's talk about that, Maria. You yes. were so, totally not thinking. Note totally. to self. Uh, I might be a little naive to things. And so it never occurred to me that love to ride was not a great handle for a dating. Yeah. Website. Perhaps that's why you got a 79-year-old kilt. <laughs> Well, I actually had somebody literally message me, let's ride something else. I'm like, huh? He did not. (laughs) 
oh of course she totally set my daughter said do that too my daughter said what what is your handle i said left to right and she just looked down at her phone and started typing and laughing and i said what are you doing she goes i'm messaging cole i can't wait for him to hear this that's her boyfriend i'm like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh priceless Love things you ride. never want to hear your mom say. Be- <laughs> yeah, things you never want to hear. That's true. Oops, absolutely, absolutely true. I'm a, I'm on online dating app, and my handle is Love to Ride. <laughs> I, and the sad I, part is, it never occurred to me that wasn't a good. I do, I just wonder how many messages you received before you just kind of gave up and like, baby, I got something for you to ride. <laughs> oh my god let's ride something else I'm like, you, oh. you really don't have to encourage men to go there and just <laughs> by being so open and blatant with love to ride <laughs> it is like you're just asking for it you know how did, that I, get, is how did the I get to this stage of my life so naive i don't now, know was it the never part happened the same way the- but Listen, I think that that should be the profile that our picture goes on. Dos Marias goes on Love to Ride. Because then they'll be having all kinds of things going on. Oh, my gosh. Was the fireman fireman answer to the Love to Ride profile? Was that? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he was just waiting for his turn. (laughs) Right? Just oh not on God. a Sunday when football was on. I don't think he had enough energy for you. Yeah, no. I well, I just pictured him after a while. I just pictured him laying on the couch in his skivvies, like one hand down his pants, watching football, and I couldn't. <laughs> it's like Al Bundy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, exactly. And then one time, I and one time he switched it up. He was at a sports bar watching it, bullshitting with the guys. I was like, okay, like I can't. <laughs> I have to break up with you now. (laughs) Now, did you actually send him a message saying this isn't working out, or or you just ghosted him? She totally ghosted him. Well, go ahead. Tell we were supposed to get together. It was like on a Tuesday, and he said, "So, what does it take?" Like he was all excited. Well, so what does it take to see you to actually see you in person? I said, "Well, I said I'm super busy." I said, "But I've got this Sunday open." He's like, "Perfect." Let's get together. I'll text you and we'll figure something out. Well, oh. Sunday rolls around and I didn't hear anything. And I'm certainly not going to text him and remind him. So on Monday morning, he texts me, hey, how's your day going? Oh, God. <laughs> and That's I just like... never, ever responded again. I just like, now, you are many, dumber than dirt and really lazy. <laughs> how many messages did he dumber hit you with before dirt. he kind of got the hint? Uh, you mean, oh, good question. How many did he leave me that I didn't respond to before he stopped? Correct. Um, probably three. And then there was some hiatus for like a month. And then he left me a happy. Was it Valentine's Day? Oh, yeah. He had, he left me a happy Valentine's Day message. Oops. Yeah. I, felt I, think, this, bad. I think this guy had a couple people on the burner. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking he was just copying and pasting his text messages to each he, of the girls that he, he had. Come on, he doesn't have the energy for a couple of people. Oh, I well, don't know. He's on his couch. Maybe he found someone who wanted to hang out on the couch with him. <laughs> I guess. 
It's like, oh, man, this Maria, I'm going to be chasing her left and right, man. She's just go, go, go. (laughs) She's too much work. Absolutely. (laughs) There's no way way that you're going to get someone. It's one of the things that Michelle and I've talked about, you know, before. And I go, I go, I say it's your 40s. I go, once someone kind of gets to their 40s, they're kind of hard set in their ways. Mm-hmm. And and getting anyone to kind of bend from their ways, it's it's a challenge. Yeah. You, know, you, you always have that hope that someone's going to like, like see you for who you really are, meaning like you're an amazing person and step up, step it up a little bit. But I think that's a rarity. Some, yeah, sometimes that's not possible. Um, so let's talk about ghosting. Have, have Eric, have you ever ghosted anybody before? I have. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. And and I I have one other question in regards to that. You know how because this is this is the one and only time I ever ghosted anybody. It was Angry Tom, who now is a character in our <laughs> he is a character in our podcast. Wait, um, I forgot to name the fireman. Well, what's his name? Lazy John. Lazy, Lazy John. John? yeah okay now you can continue actually last last episode we covered dirty john who was who was the fake anesthesiologist who lured the rich interior designer oh my god yeah i have a tip for any mom that has decided to drive their daughter cross country 2700 miles don't listen to the dirty john podcast or the Golden Gate Killer podcast as you drive to drop your daughter off in the, the place dirty where John he's... guy was diabolical, man. Yeah, he was crazy. Well, it's kind of like I mean the Tinder swindler. Um, but anyways, let's let's go back to the whole ghosting thing. Um, how many how many messages would you let them continue sending you? Before you actually were just like, I just got to block this person. Oh, have you ever blocked anybody? Were you married to them? (laughs) No, I wasn't. (laughs) No, never mind. (laughs) That's so funny. I don't think I've ever blocked anyone, uh, but they kind of got the hint. Mm. So Uh, the funniest one was with the girl who who sent me a text message and said she accused me of ghosting her. And then I said, uh, we went on a one date. And then the next day I called you and said, I don't think we're a good fit. <laughs> and then she texted me like a month later, like you ghosted me. And I'm like, and I think what it was is she ended up going out with a different Eric oh. and, and he ghosted her. And then, so when she went to pick a name, she chose the wrong Eric. Yeah, did you say I'm the Eric with the K? I'm the I'm the remember I'm the Eric. We went out one time, and the next day I called you and told, and then and then she ghosted me. I never heard back from her. So, so I just, I she just wanted you. to restart so she could ghost you back. Maybe. Well, I didn't ghost so. her. I actually called <laughs> her and t- said I don't think we're a good match. Well, see that good for you because I'm not I I'm not good at that. That's hard for me. Like, I don't what, want to ghosting? hurt anybody's feelings, but I think probably ghosting is worse. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. 
Yeah, Gro well, it all ghost? depends because I would never particularly decide to ghost or block anybody unless I felt um, unsafe or the guy like in Angry Tom's con in Angry Tom's case. He was just, I mean, the way he just dropped me and I had to run back four miles close to when it was getting dark in the woods. I'm like, you do not deserve a moment of my time. And the funny yeah. thing is, is I told him that I was leaving from there to go buy my current bike. And as I'm looking at my bike, he's sending me all these like funny bike seats. I think they were, they might've been memes. You know, because, I mean, let's face it, bike bike seats are not, saddles are not very comfortable. And mm -mm. most people don't like riding on saddles. They're like medieval torture devices. Right? So oh, he was sending candy. me all these um, obnoxious pictures of, you know, bike saddles. Ooh, are you going to get this one? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to respond. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, I think there's different kinds of ghosting. I think if you go out with someone like one or two times and then it's like, eh, you're just not feeling it. But it's different if you've actually are 10 dates deep or you're in a relationship and you hear these stories of people who've gone out with people for months and then all of a sudden, poof, they just vanish and block. No, that's, that's probably because they were that's married. Terrible. That's bad. That, I mean, it's honestly one of the worst things you could do. But don't you think that in, in those cases, one of two things, married. Um, they met somebody or else. They met somebody else. Or maybe they were separated and either decided to go back or got caught somehow. And the, the uh, you know, they had to get off right away. Yeah. So that's well, what they, they did. They, Especially if it's the, I got caught, you know, i.e. Yeah. they're married or they're already in a relationship with someone, which is not uncommon. Apparently. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, that, you know, uh, uh, part of the article that we're going to probably go over next time, the Oprah article, one of the first things that they talk about was, I got a surprise phone call one day from their wife. And the oh. wife was like, would you please stop seeing my husband? Oh, that makes me sick. Yikes. So sad. Yeah. And it's just like, ooh. Well, that was that was the question I asked you guys last night. I said, after you get someone's first and last name, do you Google or do you at least look up their Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn? Hmm. I, I, I a, don't I, try to get first and last names until I'm actually seeing somebody and that's probably that might not be a good thing I just I don't know I don't I don't move that fast I don't know if I want to know that much about somebody if hmm. I'm interested if I'm interested in somebody I will give them my first and last name huh. and I'll and I'll tell them and pictures I go, of their sister-in-law I go yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> how and about go, googling their phone number did you ever do that Oh, I, I never well, did that. No, you know, I never thought about doing that. 
I until... seem like that's going to give you limited information. Oh, no. There's a lot of stuff you can find out about a person by really? their cell phone. Oh, yeah. Because um, I Sounds remember like you have knowledge. <laughs> I do, but not from myself. Um, I was talking to a girl from my life group who was online dating and I had talked to this guy a few times and like, yeah, we're going to meet. And, um, she's like, well, have you checked him out? And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, did you Google his cell phone number? Did you, do you know what his last name is? And I said, um, no, I didn't even think to do that. And she's like, oh yeah. She said, I've heard horror stories. She said, anytime I go on an, on a date, I always Google their cell phone first. Wow. So I did it and the guy had his profile listed as Kyle. And when I typed the number in, his name said Sean, but everything that he had said about himself lined up with, his phone number because he actually was on the internet because he, I mean, he did something pretty big with the department of defense. <clears throat> and um, so when I met him, I'm like, why, you know, tell me the story. Cause he didn't, he's, he's like, um, yeah, my name's not really Kyle, but I'll have to tell you the story. Oh my so God. So this sounds met, like a total scam already. Right. So when we met, um, and I think that's why I brought it up to her because what came up was like, cause of course, you know, my son's name is Kyle and I'm like, Oh, he goes, Oh, that's not really my name. So he's like, I'll explain it to you in person. <clears throat> and what he wound up doing was supposedly, if this is true or not, a guy that he worked with who he was really, really close with had an online dating profile and he didn't feel like starting his own from scratch. So he took this guy's dating profile and this was the guy that had the blurry pictures. Remember I was telling you about him. The same picture was on there twice and they were both blurry. Interesting. Hmm. Can I, you guys still hear I me? I never thought about doing yeah. that. Okay, good. But good. That, then again, I'm a person who, used love to write as my handle so <laughs> oh my god wait until wait until it's love to write and then the double mint twins uh photos <laughs> the double, double mint, mint twins that's a, oh i love it double mint double twins. mint yes two um, two two mints in one yes <laughs> i like it so so maria yes what was your most awful experience with online dating to date aside from lazy john um so when you guys asked me to do this i wasn't a hundred percent honest with you and i'm going to tell you something that's kind of horrifying i've been on four different dating websites and never gone on a date from an online website you you told me that and I was like, and I, I kind of equated it to, I know she's picky, but that's being really picky. No. So I, Eric, I've shared a lot about myself with you over our years together, but I, it's more than picky. It is, it's 
I find a lot of reasons to, what is it, swipe left. I find a lot of reasons to swipe left. And even after I've started messaging with someone, proverbially swipe left, because I just... You have a standard. Yeah, but picky is one thing. But I think there's 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 other issues there. I'm a little bit, I think I have a little bit of a fear of what online dating holds. Like, is this person only in it because of a picture? You know what I mean? And I want to be, because when you start to chat with people, sometimes you want to say, so there was one time when I was really interested in somebody and he was so, messaging with him was so great. We had so much in common. We talked about music we listened to when we were teenagers and growing up. Oh, I know where this is going. You know this story? And all this No, stuff. I just know where you're going. Yeah. And this <clears throat> in, this was very informative for me. I mean, it really changed the way I approached dating after my divorce because of this situation. And we just had these great talks. He lived in Santa Barbara, geographically un- undesirable, but I was really excited about this person. Let's just put it that way. He was interesting and smart and good looking and all of the things. So we're texting together one night and I'm, and um, it's late. And he says, you know, just going to check in before bedtime, whatever. And he says a couple of nice things. And then he says, um, what do you sleep in? Uh-oh. And, I, and I, and I went, I just like F I was so disappointed. I was because first of all, I said, you know, I'm a smart ass. And so I said a bed. And then I was so <laughs> I was so angry. I was like, I am so much more than that. We'll, we'll get to that place, buddy, but let's just get to know each other. And I was like, we haven't even met yet. And that, that was so informative to me. And so how many conversations in were you at that point? Gosh, you know, maybe we hadn't, I'm trying to remember if we had even actually maybe one one actual voice conversation and like uh-uh. Way five soon. text messages. But, and I was so disappointed. I was profoundly disappointed. Of course. And it wow. was early. It was probably only, you know, it, like the first year after I got divorced. And I was just like, is this how it is? <laughs> and, and I, in that, and ever since then, I've been kind of like, is there going to be a period in which I can get to know someone before they are going to be in this mode because at my age like i'm over it i i don't need i don't need someone who wants to go right there i need someone who wants to know who am i what am i all about what kind of amazing person am i (laughs) and then if we're a match we can figure that part out right of course uh yeah we're too old for that (laughs) 100 percent right yeah well it's it basically what it did for you more than anything is it showed you his true colors and yeah ultimately a good thing ultimately a good thing absolutely right but unfortunately and it and it it depends where you are in your post-divorce life you know how long you've been single it, it, it really makes a difference. I mean, it, I'm 
six years now post-divorce. First year after I got divorced, I I did not date. I just took a year off. I'm just like, I just need to chill and figure out who in the hell I am as a single person. And, but I, I actually say to my friends who know that I do online dating, even more so now that we do the podcast, I always say to them, be very discerning at who you swipe right to. Mm. I mean, you should be swiping left way more than you're swiping right. But ultimately, it really is about a picture. And I think, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, read the profile. Come on. It is about a picture. I am not swiping on someone I find unattractive. You have Mm. to find that. uh, You have to find a person attractive and then read their profile. Absolutely. It, it, it goes back to a primal, a primal, our, our primal beginning is like, mm, wow, okay, he looks attractive. Now, what if the guy checks a lot of boxes for you? He's attractive, you know, he's in good shape, but then he's dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> nope. <laughs> dumber than dirt. And then you're just like, oh. You know oh. that I like to have intellectual banter. I like to yes. speak political. I yes. like to, you know, I like all of that stuff. So I, 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 that would be tough for me. That would be really tough. And so that's, that's the thing. It's hard for me because I know lots of people who in, in all of my years of dating, since I was very young, I would not have immediately pictured as someone I would be attracted to but once I found out more about them got to know them found out about their character was then there was an attraction that is impossible in online dating it is because people want to go from a to b to c to why aren't we sleeping together yet you know and it's just like Mm -hmm. like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't normally happen that quickly but because of the way, the nature of online dating, people have this weird expectation. Uh, one of the questions on the OkCupid site is literally that. Like, how many dates before you start having a sexual relationship with someone? And it's always like zero to one, three to five, or seven plus. That is the weirdest question ever. It is. That is a weird question. How do you even begin? It's so different. And How do you even begin to say answer, that? And most people answer three to five. Oh. Oh. I would yeah. automatically go to the longest possible case scenario because it would be different for me. So I wouldn't want, I guess if I went on three dates with someone, I would, you know, for me to go on three dates with someone, <laughs> have to be that ready could, to marry that could be many months. That could be many months. <laughs> <laughs> but um i i just can't even imagine like putting a number on that that could be like w- one crazy night <laughs> and a bottle of wine or you know and then and then then ghosting <laughs> i don't know i guess back, people maybe, maybe they have standards or, yeah i mean it just depends so much on person the situation <clears throat> it, it do you really are and then if you put one, then you know who you're looking for, right? You know right. who's going to find you and who you're looking for. Well, so, one, guess... one of the other criteria, like on certain sites, is what are you looking for? And I, I always choose long-term relationship. But many times it will be 
hookup, short-term relationship, long-term relationship, and then casual. And I always look at casual as you don't really want someone to date. You just want someone to either hang out with every once in a while or to sleep with every once in a while. Mm. Well, and then there comes the conversation about (laughs) other things that happen when you're sleeping around casually. Yes. Well, that's why retirement (laughs) homes have the highest rate of STDs. I was going to say, we don't really have to worry about getting pregnant. Yeah, but <laughs> retirement homes are just, I, 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 I think I told a little bit of the story. I used to teach a computer class at the, like the Jocelyn senior center in Claremont. And it was 10 women to every two guys. <laughs> and, those, those Randy old bastards. And you know what? The guys that were taking that computer class, those women were fawning all over them. Like, Oh, oh Oh, Herb, you're so smart. You know how to use that computer. <laughs> and I was just like, man, these women are hitting on these guys. Let's like go crazy. in the broom closet. Oh, my God. And I'm just thinking, these guys have got to be getting so much sex at the senior center. Because you're right. They're at a point like, hey, I'm already 75. What the hell? Okay, I'm not able to unsee this. <laughs> Let's unsee move on. The background. I can hear. Can oh. we move on? From the retirement home dating. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's true though. That is a statistic I've read before, Eric. It's a, it's a crazy statistic. Oh, one of the girl, the girl who, Rachel, who went on the ride, she was, you guys had to be there. Jim was in prime form that day. <laughs> he scares me. Of course, we missed it. Jim was in prime form that day. First question out of his mouth is like, so. Does the G-spot really exist, Rachel? Oh, like, my oh. goodness. <laughs> what like, is wrong with him? And I turned and looked at, I looked at her, and it's the first time she's ridden with us. Yes, but tell, tell, the, tell the crowd why he asked that question. Because she is a nurse who specialized in, in gyno. Exactly. So how like, appropriate the question how was. How appropriate on a bike ride <laughs> while we're eating lunch. <laughs> and in the, the funny part is Jim is the sweetest man ever, but he has a perverted side. <laughs> well, we we will sure never forget. The, we will never forget the pillow fight. You guys said the pillow. How fight did I know that was going to come up? Well, maybe we should add the pillow fight video to the profile of yeah. the Dos Marias. No, <laughs> no pretty... normal person would think that was in any way, shape, or form sexy. Absolutely oh, I get you. Some crazy fetishist has a <laughs> fetish of women fully clothed with their bike helmets on. <laughs> and glasses and gloves. <laughs> All right. Yes. Somebody's got to tell the story just quickly so that it doesn't seem so odd. Go Which ahead, sto- Eric. Which story? The, the poppy story. story. How the it po- came to be. Oh, my goodness. So we all went for, to a trip up to Central Cal for a bike ride. And like I said, our friend, our poor friend Jim is a little on the perverted side. And he kept saying to Maria and Michelle, you know, pillow fight video would be really interesting. You know, real. <laughs> he's kind of kind of intonating at a pillow fight video. And so the next thing you know, in our group message, a pillow fight video comes across. 
and Marie and Michelle are like, I think you had your pajamas on and you even had more clothes than that on. We had, ja- well, it was cold because it was Morro Bay in at that time of year. And we, so we put, we were All not going to the satisfaction of being in our little baby doll nighties. And we put jackets on and you had your we had helmet down on jackets zipped up and our cycling helmets, glasses, <laughs> cycling goggles glasses. on. We had our, uh, our gloves were on. We had the most possible amount of clothes that we what? could find on I, our body. I, and then and we were whacking each other. Someone out there would probably go, oh, man. Michelle hurt money. me. I pay money to see that. <laughs> There's someone, because I swear what the internet has brought about more than anything is all these crazy fetishes that were behind closed doors pre-internet in the 90s are now out there in the open. You know, I could make a good reel out of that video. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the reason, the, the best part is the reason that he even knew to say anything about a pillow fight was that when we were at dinner, Michelle and I were laughing about laying in bed and looking at our our profiles and our matches and how like we like our stomachs hurt from laughing at the guys that were coming across each other's feed. And Jim, just the idea of the two of us laying in bed in a hotel room together got him all (laughs) aroused. So the first thing he said was, he goes, Oh really? Like, can I come over later and watch the pillow fight? (laughs) So that sparked the a a bright idea of Michelle and my, mind that we were going to give him a pillow fight all right but it wasn't quite what he thought it was just remember laughing hysterically (laughs) during that whole event dying and then afterwards jumping on oh gosh yeah that's That's right you're jumping up and down on the bed yeah it was hilarious i mean but i mean there was nothing titillating about that at all (laughs) Really Come on, Eric. <laughs> you know you watch it over and over again. No, not really. But Jim, <laughs> I imagine Jim had that on a reel. <laughs> but it was so it was so strange and weird. But I've I've heard this from some of my female friends, where and I don't know if any of you have ever gotten strange email requests when you're online dating of like. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you have nice photos. Like, could you take a picture of your feet? You know, or could you take a picture, you know, you know, people who have the weird little fetishes that seem to pop up when, you know, a man and a woman get together. Okay. Mm. I did date a foot fetish dude. And did your your feet make the grade? (laughs) It freaked me out. Okay. Like I, I do have, I have nice feet. Like I don't have gross. I have always have a pedicure and everything, but we, okay. So this was fairly close post-divorce. He was my son's basketball coach. We had been friends for a long time and we found ourselves divorced in the same summer. So we were at a basketball tournament together, staying at the same hotel. And uh, we ended up having dinner together and one thing led to another he was back in my hotel room and um we were watching a movie and I wasn't sure like this was very post-divorce and I wasn't sure what the heck was gonna happen you're like what's going on here right I was a little bit like hmm okay and um 
and uh, all of a sudden he put um, my, the move was he put my feet in his lap and we were at a basketball tournament. I think I had tennis shoes and socks on. He pulled my socks off. And the next thing I know, he stuck my, <laughs> he stuck my big toe in his mouth. <laughs> oh, uh, I was like, what the hell? Oh, my gosh. I was so creeped out. It was literally 15 minutes before that dude was out the door. And I never, ever talked to him again. I was like, oh, like, my gosh. He saw, your, he saw your perfectly polished feet. And then he <laughs> said, oh, baby, I got to have those. I was completely freaked out. I was like, what are you? I think I laughed and said, what are you doing? And like, yanked my foot away. I I don't know. It was the strict. I had forgotten about that until you just said the word foot fetish. <laughs> I wow. had friends. I've had friends who would send me a message like, yeah, I've been chatting with this guy online and he wants me to take a picture of it, my feet. And I'm like, what oh could that he's possibly a, he's, be? He's a foot fetish dude. Mm, that's you know, weird. Like, yeah. Why is that such a thing? Why is that a thing? <laughs> I, I, I do not know why that is a thing. I have no clue. Uh, interesting. How did we even get on that subject? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was, well, it was there, are pillow fight. Twists, there are lots of twists and turns and tangents. <laughs> yeah. All the, every, conver- every conversation. So, uh, oh my goodness. So just letting everyone know that you are listening to the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle and our special guest, Maria. <laughs> Sorry about are that. Are we done? No, are not, we done? We're not done yet. <laughs> Do we have to be Dude, done? Maria, Maria seems to be laughing and having a good time talking about I am having her, a good old time. Her foot fetish incident, you know, but <laughs> that, well, is, has, is there anything that has happened on an online date that you're just, you just like shake your head and go, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> Michelle. No. Are you talking to me or are you talking to Maria? Because I was going to say, she just told us that. She I just told you. I, I have well, no I know, space for you that's there. That's one of them, but I mean. I just, okay, I wait. Mean, the, the foot so fetish thing was not an online date. Yes, we know. You met him in the wild. I met him. What, well, uh, we had known each other for years. So yes, in the wild. I want to know, okay, I know that this podcast is about online dating, but where is the wild anymore? Like I, you guys know me, I'm not a bar girl. So I think, I, I'm not, where a bar is the wild either. these days? I think on your bike, dinner party, you know, you meet dinner friends, party, mutual friends, barbecue. Yeah. I mean, anything that, anything that's other than you swiping right and having to send someone a message like. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a suggestion for you, Maria, because you I don't think that the online space is for you, but I think you <laughs> should check out the book How to Find a Date Worth Keeping. Is that how to find you. a date worth keeping? Is that a yes. book or an article? It's a book. It's a whole book. And basically, like I was saying, if you're on a mission to find your your man there are strategies in there that could lead you to meeting somebody not online and one of them is 
Thomas like that seems strategy. Yeah. <laughs> no, so do I have to keep right, a journal? I'm a, I'm a small business owner. You're a small business owner, so right. Um, it's like chamber of commerce you... meetings. Maybe I've, I've, met or... chamber, I've met people at chamber meetings. Really, no, I'm just saying when you when you get a new client, I was always taught to, hey. Do you know anybody that you think could use my help? Hey, do you know anybody that you think might be a good date for me? Oh or my somebody gosh, that, that seems I might so like desperate. To get? No, it's genius because people know you. I mean, you're not going to ask a total stranger this question. You're going to ask like the people that the people that you hang out with, and they're going to be like, "Hmm, let me think," and they might go down through their checklist or whatever and it might something might come to mind i don't know it's just I, a thought. I really think we need to control your blood sugar and your a1c and by the way do you know anybody that might want to date me no 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 no, no not somebody <laughs> no, uh, no you're, miss, you're missing my point no she was no, just making not- it funny <laughs> oh no you're asking your friends and family Oh, I not thought, your oh. clients. Oh, not your clients. <laughs> I thought you meant I'm my just clients. Saying. I was like, that seems no, fairly like, desperate. Oh, I don't Humulating. know. Friends and family. I think friends and family. That is a slippery slope. Why? Because that? because sometimes I think their idea of who might be a good fit is usually not on the mark. No, but you might have a list of what you're what you're looking for. I'm gonna put out um, a flyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we're gonna okay. put the dos we're gonna put the dos marias out there i'm gonna Want slap to. it on the light post outside my house next to the lost dog <laughs> missing missing gate <laughs> oh no that's my, terrible will you missing date and have do like you a know any ghost <laughs> a ghost with two eyes popping out the holes of the sheet Dateable question mark. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Now, have you, since both of you go to church often, I mean, have you ever met someone at church or have you been almost set up at church? Things of that nature? You know, our church, (laughs) I go to a mega church because it's right down the street from me and I serve there and I love that I be because it just creates a smaller community because I am able to do that but when it comes to meeting single people it's really difficult because typically so many people who go to church on a regular basis are married and particularly men there even less of a ratio of single men at church to women than there is in your normal like, dating pool because just th- typically a man that goes to church is there because his wife made him go. And so, <laughs> or his girlfriend makes him go. Not always, but that is sometimes the case. And so we, our church made an attempt to put together a singles um, <clears throat> sort of a event. And they put a bunch of early 30 somethings and late 20 somethings in charge of it. 
So oh. what they decided to do, I'm so excited <laughs> oh, when they no. advertised and promoted that they were doing a singles event. I thought, well, it's about time. This church has so many people. And <laughs> what they did was do tables by age. Oh, so, <laughs> oh no. But <laughs> nobody knew that. So when you walked in, the table said <clears throat> 35 to 40 or 45 to 50 or like that, right? I did not know what that meant. So my girlfriend that I talked into going there that was single, but she doesn't normally go to church with me. I talked her into going with me and we sat down at a table and somebody came over and said, you're at the 30 to 35 table. The 50s <gasps> table is over there. The what table? 50s. <laughs> and I said, A, how do you know I'm 50? <laughs> and B, that sucks. <laughs> oh. It was so bad, I thought. And I was kind of horrified for the rest of the night. It ended up being a table of like eight women. And I'm just like, you know, this is the worst. I don't know. <laughs> but there were no 50-year-old single men. Well, not at our table. Oh, like, no. And so, I, I mean, there was a bunch of tables. <clears throat> so if I remember right, I think there was maybe a couple men sprinkled around here and there. You know, who knows? Maybe they were at the wrong table, too. Yeah, all the women like... were being honest and all the men were trying to <laughs> date below their age. <laughs> yeah, right. They probably were. I mean, all the oh. guys are at the 40 to 45 were really 55. It was, oh my gosh. it was horrifying. It was horrifying. And so I was just like, that was, and that was a very isolated incident, but our church is not good at that. And I wish, I know Michelle, that your church, I think you said that you have some singles things going on there. They do. They do. But I, 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 before I even go on to that, I'll tell you about the story that happened to a friend of mine back East. So we um, were going through this class that they offered called divorce care. Mm. And you're not um, supposed to date in divorce care. Right. So this was, I, I think she had already been through it once and then she and I were going through it a second. Well, I was going through it the first time she was going through it a second time. And in our group, this, this guy reached out to both of us um, on his own, like in a private thread and said he wanted to start a small group within our group. And it was going to be this girl and I and him and one other guy and were we interested and I'm, I'm non-assuming little naive me right so I'm like yeah let's do that we can like either meet somewhere or go to each other's houses take turns whatever and um so I get a message from it was either the girl or like the leader of our whole group that was like um, this guy's been, it had to be the girl coming back to me now. She's like, this guy's been asking me since I went through divorce care and like really almost like forcefully forcing himself on her, not in like, um, a sexual kind of way, but in a, but it was leaning that way. No, it was just like very he was trying to um pa overpower her 
almost. So was he using divorce care to farm women? Yes. Yes, he was. So I was like, all right, we're just going right to the top with this one. And he got kicked out of the group and he was put in a men's only group. (laughs) (laughs) Take that. Take that. Right? Yeah, but but it was really awkward. Now got a bitter dude. Yeah, well. Man. And then, of course, he was like, oh, yeah, you took that completely the wrong way. We're like, uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> think so, buddy. You made two women uncomfortable. Well, that's like the drug dealer who goes to the, to the, the Al-Anon meetings. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like I, need to have, I need to have people who are in recovery, but I want to sell them drugs. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, I think I've heard a lot about, like, don't, <clears throat> you're not allowed to um date in those divorce recovery things i never went to one with our church but i've heard kind of horror stories about that well technically i guess he had been out of it like he'd been through the program but still i don't know that he came back you're in (laughs) if you're in that group together i don't know what there was if there's any rules i know they said that it wasn't a good idea to be dating while you were going through it Mm-hmm. But they didn't necessarily say that you shouldn't date. I guess there should be a finite amount of time in which you can attend and then you should be like over it. <laughs> yeah. I guess right. so. Well maybe he needed to go back through maybe he needed to go back through the steps. Perhaps. The steps. Perhaps. Are there steps? Is it like a 12 yeah, step? Like, like AA. It was something. a 10 week. It was a 10 week program. There weren't <laughs> well, steps. Yeah, but obviously he didn't learn his lesson. He's trying to bully someone into dating him. Apparently not. He probably yeah, did the same I mean, thing to his wife. Right? right? wonder why he got divorced. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, I mean, yeah, it's like. All about the Bible verses. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, I only had one friend whose parents were divorced. I mean, it was so rare. Yeah. And, but nowadays, it's like you you you'll talk to people online, and that and yeah, they've been divorced. And sometimes, what's the number that you're like, oh man, I ain't going down that road. It's like, is it two times? Is it three times divorce? I mean, what's like the? Okay, I don't want to be wife number four. My sister's been married six times. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Is she married right now? Yes. Oh, wow. She's too old to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she can't suck the life out of her. She can't do it anymore. She's just like tired. I can't imagine that. Yep. I don't, I can't. When even... I'm mad at her, I just recite all her last names and walk out the room. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she changed her name that many times? Yep. There is oh my no God. way. That just seems ridiculous. That's crazy. So I have a cousin who's that's been married a... four times, not six, but four. That's definitely a winner there, Maria. I don't think I've ever. I, ever... I you have to meet her sometime. <laughs> I hope she's I not listening now. Well, there's nobody. There's no one listening right now. We're Unlikely. just talking. <laughs> we're just talking with each other, but we're going to publish it out. When I publish it out, it, it, there's going to be a lot of people missing listening. No, it's unlikely that my sister would listen to a dating uh, podcast. Well, you would hope so, unless she's on on to number seven. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe she's contemplating. I don't know. 
Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, like, one divorce almost killed me. I can't even seemed, imagine. That seemed absolutely impossible. Like, six, did she actually have six weddings? Uh-huh. I mean, like, full-blown well, I mean, weddings? Well, some were bigger than others, but, uh, you, know. you know. Once you get to, like, four, I mean, it's like, okay, let's have it in uh, Bill's backyard. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Bill was the name of one of her husbands. Eric, how did you know? Oh, oh my gosh. I did not know that. I mean, when there's six of them, the odds are good. Oh my god! That's let's save priceless. some money. And just let's just save some money. Oh my god! Too much. That's too, that much. Is too much. Okay, I think Michelle. Okay, so Maria, this is the normal Michelle fade. It is yeah. the so Michelle fade. Michelle starts. Michelle starts fading. Well, Getting I don't think quiet. People care. I don't think people care to hear us any longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, well actually, you we, know what. The other thing is, I was up at four o'clock this morning. So, oh yeah, I I'm sorry tired. I missed you today. By the way, she texted me at five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and I was like, it's been oh. a, "It was a long weekend. They were they were ten and eleven hour days in a conference room. Ooh, <clears throat> those, uh, those were long days. Ugh, very I hate that. brutal. Yeah, yeah, when when you know it's it." it I, the last time I went for training in Florida, our, our classes were uh, okay. So we're gonna go nine to nine to twelve, and then oh, we'll be out of here by two. We'll be out of here by two or three, and like oh, fantastic! I can go to the beach, you know. But when you're in a, when you're in a conference room for eight plus hours, yeah, and it was freezing in there, freezing. It's hot. it was hot as heck outside, but it was definitely. Definitely we're, cold in that room. You were in Arizona? Yeah, Scottsdale, which, oh. I mean, is a great area if you get nice to community. ever go and actually spend some time there. Whoop, we're at an hour and 10. Well, All right, that's, kids. That's not counting the first 20. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we thought that Dos Maria or Maria would be uh, challenging to talk, but she had a lot to say. Oh, my. She's you thought it would be challenging for me to talk? No. Oh. Well, that's why I called you beforehand. I said, did Michelle tell you anything about what we're going to do? And she's like, no. <laughs> I think <laughs> a week ago, Michelle was like, hey, want to be on the podcast Monday night? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think it was fun. Well, this is our first Anchor podcast. All the other podcasts we've done previously were on an app called Wisdom. Yeah, and do you wisdom think our was, friends are missing us? No, I don't think so. And wisdom <laughs> was or is uh, was an iPhone only app, and they just went live on the Android uh, infrastructure about a week ago. So I I don't know if that's the reason why we picked up a lot of followers. I think uh, having our two of our podcasts on the first page of dating podcasts has helped us a lot getting more followers but i think once once it starts blossoming on the android side i think we're going to definitely see a lot more people but we're so wait a second i thought what was going to happen was that you were going to put this on the wisdom app but you were recording it through this no it well it's it's both so anchor is going to be the platform that we're hosting it's going to be hosting all of our podcasts 
podcast out to everybody. So it's going to go to <laughs> Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, etc. And so this gotcha. is our first anchor. Actually, what I could do is I could record. I could record our podcast tonight on Wisdom so that it's there, but it just not allow anyone any guests to chime in and just have it have it added as a recording. But no, we're recording this on the Anchor app. Anchor is going to be the host of all our podcasts. Oh, wow. You just got really loud. Oh, I did. Not for me. Oh, okay. That is was it, weird. Am I, am I loud still? It yeah. didn't change for me on my end. Okay. You just got really loud too. Oh, well, then it's your problem. Well, I think yeah. that must be the, the, the program hack I put in to make sure that Michelle stays awake. <laughs> oh, there you go. Very good. Well, I got to go eat because I'm starving, Marvin. I am yep, starving too. too. And once again, this is Eric and Michelle. Maria. Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try that again. And once again, this is Eric and Michelle from the What He Said, She Said podcast. This will be episode eight. And we had our special guest, Maria, on. And just talking about online dating. Uh, all of us are in our 50s, and I think we had a good time. We did. We Amen. did. Yeah. We might have, for having we, me. We might have Maria as a recurring guest. Well, listen, I mean, we talked about her in almost every episode, so. This is true. This <laughs> Maybe is true. I should go out and have a date, and so I'll have something to talk about and come back. Yes. All right. That, that is your that, mission. That is, well, <laughs> once we put the Dos Maria's profile up. I would just love to read some of the messages you get. I think it's priceless. I think we should just do it as a test. Let's do it so we'll have some fodder for the podcast. I think we should do it on the Bumble app so that we can, you know, because Michelle was the only one who didn't realize that you can actually, (laughs) you can actually do that for free. free. No, I get on there and I pay for it. And my daughter's like, mom. You paid for Bumble? That's I free. Paid for Bumble Nobody paid for one. Bumble. I was, I was snookered. And at some point, we'll have to tell the reason for the Dos Marias. That's a great story. That was the story we, I was talking story. about. The Dos Marias. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but funny. I think uh, oh, we're, we're a good hour and a half in. I think that's a good point to stop. Yeah, so, definitely. Everett Maria's going to eat. I'm going to eat. And I know Michelle <laughs> is gonna protein load or do something. Chicken chicken with double no. chicken. <laughs> I'm actually just gonna have some popcorn or maybe a turkey <laughs> burger. A tur- turkey burger so- actually in and out sounds really good right now. <laughs> My <laughs> diet was horrific over the weekend. So at at, at I coaching was... con you had a bad diet? How does that happen? Yeah. I was with a foodie friend of mine, and every time I'm like, all right, go ahead. You, I don't care. You know me. I don't care. So yeah. just tell me where I'm going. And the one night, we got gelato. The second night, we got gelato twice. <laughs> we had wood-fired pizza, which when was the last time I had pizza? You know, I don't even like pizza in, in the West on the West Coast. And then right next Right in the pizza place, they had a really good gelato. (laughs) And then 
we were walking back to our car and there was another gelato place and it was oh like authentic goodness. gelato and yeah so needless to say <laughs> i'm on a is cleanse that, is that four gelatos <laughs> no it was two gelatos oh, okay. but I was actually thinking about doing some colonoscopy prep tonight. <laughs> Just for fun. Oh my Just to get God. it all out of me. Oh, I can help you I... with that. I got a couple of good juice recipes that will clean you out. Oh, good. Oh my... Send them my way. I'm oh. ordering that book tonight, by the way. And I'm also, so my friend that I was with, um, she does ultra marathons. Mm-hmm. Well, she did. And she does Spartan races. And um, she got a good book on um, the like endurance foods that aren't the don't have that multi multi dextrose or whatever the heck that is. Yeah, and um, she's like, yeah, I make these all the time with uh, the power foods, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna start doing that because what I notice is Friday morning I didn't have breakfast, so I just made myself a shake, and then. I was sitting there and snacking on two protein bars. Man, it blew my stomach up. Yeah. Remember I was telling you about that? You can get, you don't have to do a protein shake. Are you talking about so that you can get enough protein in your shake? Like you like the 8,052 grams or whatever? 8,052. No, I mean, I just, I just was having a lot of whey protein that day and it did not agree with you can do to get protein in your protein shake you can do hemp seed you can do all kinds of stuff you don't have to do like a protein powder yeah yeah well it just wasn't pretty so um (laughs) (laughs) oh well at this point in the podcast we go deeper down the rabbit hole as far as protein shakes and what we eat for cycling so not exactly dating in our 40s 50s and 60s material once again this is eric and michelle with our special guest maria for episode eight and now a word from our sponsors hi my name is michelle i'm a certified personal trainer and wellness coach i've been in the fitness industry for 28 years and began combining my r3 method with personal training in 2020 I believe through making changes in your lifestyle, you can thrive versus just survive during peri and postmenopause. Until perimenopause, I was able to control my weight through exercise and eating healthy food. During this time, I had many life stressors that were affecting my emotional and physical self. Several months after my 52nd birthday, I hired my own accountability and nutrition coach as I had felt fluffy and stuck with a middle-aged belly and just downright exhausted. I didn't know how to move forward and felt like I needed someone to guide me and hold me accountable. I was ready for change at any cost. What ensued was a mind-body transformation, 18 months of an adventure and education in what my body needed as a menopausal female, focusing on all areas of health, a long, hard look at my nutritional needs, the way I was working out, my sleep, my activity level, my water intake, and learning how to manage stress. The result, 29 pounds lost and 13% body fat gone. Restored energy and sleep, stronger workouts, and a passion to help other women do the same. If you are like me, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Coach Michelle with one L, M Fitness, or go to my website at 
www.mfitnessforlife.com.